0: Hello everyone, back again with another Sports Talk with Cousin Eddie. Glad you all could tune in this evening. Um don't have a new article for you all unfortunately because I have been busy as shit at work and haven't had much time to come up with any new material. So today I'll be reading an older piece that I had written um and bringing it to life through this pod. And just to give you all just a reference point of where I'm at work-wise. Busy season, mid-February, approaching March, they've got us going like 80, 90 hours a week. Um, Had my first Venti Starbucks iced coffee today, and I just remember being in college, seeing people consume those, I thought, you know, what kind of maniac is out here drinking 24 ounces of iced coffee, and yet, here I am, so maybe one day I'll be saying the same thing about cocaine, but... Anyways, hope you guys enjoy this this article, this reading I'm about to do, so uh, yeah, hope you enjoy. So the debate that I have today is, who currently is the best player in the NBA, and this is a question that you're 90% likely to be hearing discussed, whether it's big time sports networks like ESPN, Fox Sports, and this topic is something that it's become the bread and butter for some of these bigger sports shows. And that's simply because it's a debate that can engage a lot of fans and can get most fan bases involved, whether it's, you know, people talking to Kawhi, LeBron, um, you know, whoever else is relevant, Jalen Brown, Kuzma, all those guys who are at the top of the league. Um, but it's weird to think about how sports debating, it's become such a hot topic for fans Because, you know, you think in general, sports are very clear-cut. There's a distinguished winner, loser after every game. You know, what else should there really be there to discuss? But the problem that these sports networks have is that, you know, if they just talked about who won or who lost, then their segment would be over in five minutes, and they still have another hour and 55 minutes of their time slot that they wouldn't be able to cover. So... This is why we see all these sports networks pulling arguments out of their ass, creating these hypothetical scenarios, and really just attempting to pin NBA players against each other. For example, we look at the Luka versus Trey Young draft, where those two players are always going to get pinned against each other because they were picked in that first round, and you know they've both been solid players. So, yep, it's always going to create a beef spark argument. Um, but as a result of this pinning players against each other, we see some of these clown-ass TV personalities like Skip Bayless, Ryan Hollins, Max Kellerman. They're constantly discussing who the GOAT is, the, the greatest of all time, or who the MVP of this current season is. And they do this every single day throughout the NBA season, NBA season and especially in the offseason when they really have nothing to talk about. And so, I guess with this, as stupid as a technique as that is, you do have to give them credit in the sense that it does work. When I see someone like Skip Bayless say that Anthony Davis is the best player on the Lakers just to spite LeBron, it'll definitely grab my attention if I am a LeBron fan. And these guys, such as like Max Kellerman, Stephen A., they say ridiculous shit all the time just so... They can get a reaction out of people. And sometimes they'll even get a reaction out of the players themselves. You know, looking at this past season, a lot of ignorant statements were made by these so-called analysts. For example, Max Kellerman said that Kawhi is a better pressure player than Kobe. And Stephen A. predicted that the Raptors would get swept by the Bucks And then Skip Bayless, well, I mean, I could play you guys a reel of just how big of a fucking clown that dude is. It's funny, as I'm going through this outline, I'm realizing that I sort of repeated my point here, but that just shows you how bad the Oregon education system is, where I'm listing out the same things twice. But anyways, here we go. Despite how idiotic some of these reporters, some of these ESPN people can be, they To give them credit, they really have figured out what's going to garner the attention of fans and make the most amount of people want to chime in. And it's certain discussions, discussions such as like the goat or, you know, who has the best hair. That's going to get the most attention of a lot of these fans. And so with the tactic in mind of you know, who is the current best player? This debate's something that it'll always get our attention as sports fans and it can make a group of people just hate another group, which, you know, nothing brings people closer together than uh, hatred. But so for these reporters discussing the best player, that's like an office worker talking about the weather. You know, it's a conversation that, that anyone can always fall back on when when there's nothing else to be said. And with that, it is kind of pathetic that we are always hearing this one argument on TV. You know, you'd think that these reports would have, they'd be able to talk about a little more considering the NBA is the most entertaining league that there is. Players have highlight performances on a nightly basis. There's always trade rumors buzzing about, you know, LeBron getting traded for Pat Connaughton or something. There's, players who are getting abortions, sleeping with strippers, you know, there's a lot of good stuff out there that we could be hearing about, but, you know, they never really discuss those things. They always want to talk about, oh, you know, who, what did Zion eat for breakfast? They're never really talking about the stuff that's the most interesting. And as much as I'm ragging on some of these networks for having this argument, here I am with... Basically the same article concept, asking, is LeBron still the best? But reflecting on this past season and looking at some of these sports networks, these people, I mean, reporters had a lot of game film to pull from. It's pretty easy for shows like Undisputed, First Take. They can just focus on a few players at the top of the league who are lighting it up. For example, we watched Harden, Giannis. They dominated the NBA the the past season. Um, Once again, this article is pretty out of date, covering last year. But naturally, that's all we were hearing about in the summertime was Harden, Giannis, them doing their things. And for Harden, he had another MVP-like season. He had a streak of scoring over 30 points for 32 games in a row or some shit like that. And he carried the load for the Rockets, especially during that 24-game stretch when they didn't have CP3. And so with Harden in mind, Giannis was another player who he dominated throughout the year. He averaged 28 and 12 and he led the Bucks to a 60 win season which showed them how good they can be without Jason Kidd or just without a coach who doesn't spill his drink all the time. And you know, whenever turning tuning into these sports shows, these debates would always be fully centered around you know, Giannis or Harden, whoever is playing the best, and maybe they'd sprinkle in, like, Paul George here and there. But one thing that many fans and analysts tend to do is focus their opinion around what's happening in the present moment. It's all about right this second, and oftentimes we'll see someone like Stephen A. Smith say that he'll use a five-game span to formulate his opinion. If a player's going off for like two games, he'll change his entire stance. And in reality, we shouldn't de- be debating who deserves MVP until the end of the season. But of course, you know, these networks, they they need to fill that 2-hour time slot like I said earlier. And as a result, we see Max Kellerman declaring that James Harden's the MVP when it's only February. And so, with all the mid-season and post-season debate about who the best player is, it's it really seemed like, at least last year, and this is where this article is pretty fucking irrelevant, but I'm still going to post anyways because content is king. Um, a lot of people forgot about LeBron last year, and after the playoffs finished the best player discussion, it was really only focused around Giannis, Harden, and then once the Raptors went the fuck off, uh, Kawhi was thrown in there, and really no one talked about Braun and his hairline. And so if we're having a discussion based on the 2018-2019 season, it it does make sense that we'd only talk about those three guys, Giannis, Harden, and Kawhi, uh, just because, you know, The Freak and the Beard, they had really good regular seasons, and then Kawhi just dominated in the playoffs, led the Raptors to their one championship in their NBA history, uh, their team's history, and it'll probably be the only one if we're being honest, Um, but like I said, these sports networks, they're into current events, and because that's what was happening at the time, we just threw LeBron out the window. Forgot about that 2018 Cavs run. Um, And, yeah, with that, I have a point here that I wrote down just about that that prior year season where basically the same thing happened the year before where we just always fucking forget. Like 2017 to 2018, James Harden once again had an insane year. He had outstanding numbers. But once those 2018 playoffs went in, LeBron had those, like, six 40-point games. He had a couple couple buzzer beaters. But, I mean, the most important or most impressive part of that playoff run is that he only got pissed at J.R. Smith one time, actually. It's funny. As I continue to read through this article, I'm realizing how unstructured my thoughts were. But it's all good. I mean, you don't need to be a good writer in 2020, so we'll proceed. But as I was saying with the whole LeBron argument, just a year after carrying his bum-ass calves to that 2018 finals everyone was praising him that's really when the whole goat conversation went to a different level um where it became way more realistic for people to put him above Jordan and above you know Darko Milicic and those those all-time guys um but now after a disappointing 18 and 19 season with the Lakers Braun faced a ton of criticism. People said that he's slowing down because now he's 35 and probably has to use Viagra. But mainly there's been a lot of criticism of him not being focused or being uh, locked in on basketball ever since he came to L.A. And, you know, there's been a couple stories in the news of him leaving practice early to go film Space Jam or – those kind of stories surely don't help his case for for being a locked in basketball player but but despite what <clears throat> what these reporters are saying i think it's it's pretty ridiculous to count Braun out as one of the best players in this league and i think that's where my argument stemmed from from this article i never really had a a freaking like thesis or anything so yeah this is this is pretty bad but uh, let's continue through. So, yeah, his first season with the Lakers, it was pretty big disappointment. Um, they obviously didn't make the playoffs. Lonzo wasn't splashing threes. Um, but you, you know, if we're gonna make excuses, injuries were a big thing. They were fourth in the West until till Bron went down with that dick injury against the against the Warriors. Um, so I think clearly they probably would have made the playoffs. If he had been healthy, but, you know, with this new addition of AD, uh, this team, they've, they've been a top contender this year and, and, you know, they're, they're flourishing. I'm pretty sure they're like fourth above, or I mean, they're first in the West, but they're like four games above the next closest team. So yeah, they're, they're pretty dominant and I'm going to have a separate article just talking about Caruso because he's just been unreal um and i don't know why he's not taking all of rondo or kuzma's minutes um but once again i'm going to bring this pod back on track and just finish up about uh lbj so one more thing to clarify is that before before people call me a bronze sexual me defending him saying that we shouldn't count him out uh i'll say that you know i don't like everything about about the king over the years i've been a really big fan of him as a player and I do still want him to be successful on the court but you know you see some of these players on different social media platforms Dwayne Wade's a player that I can't stand anymore uh LeBron is definitely getting there for me with all the all the ego stuff but yeah he's he's pretty big on the gram and whether he's calling himself the best player ever or making decisions to to film movies, I can totally understand why people are against him. Um, You know, he's made some questionable moves, but we definitely can't deny the greatness that he has on the court. Um, And that's why, you know, I'm excited to see how well they're doing this year, uh, especially with like the whole news about Kobe passing away. I feel like this does kind of seem like a storybook written thing where they would, uh, take this thing all the way but you know who knows I mean the Lakers aren't even the best team in this city so yeah, it should be interesting to see what happens come playoff time but yeah that's kind of the end of the article I didn't really have any fucking point to it or anything I think I just wanted to say that it is interesting how quickly we forget how, how good some of these players are um, and once again I wrote this over the summer and It's cool how correct I was saying the Lakers would be back with a vengeance, and here they are sitting first place in the West. I think they might have the best record in the entire NBA. I don't don't know if anyone even watches Eastern Conference basketball or if it's even relevant at this point. So, yeah, I couldn't even tell you like two teams in the East. But, yeah, I mean, shout out Bron, shout out the Lakers, and we'll see what they can do moving forward. Should be a fun playoffs this year. All right. And uh think I'm going to sign off there. Got to go home and work on a couple more uh auditing things, but appreciate y'all for tuning in and uh we're getting close to ad revenue, so appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>